New year, new me. At least, that's what they say. If you were 99 years old today and looking back on your life, would you say you lived the way that you Why do we let other people keep us from you? say that you love who you are? Taco freaking So this one we're doing it a bit more chill. When your eyes open. A bit more laid back and a bit more College of Life podcast style. What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to the College of Life podcast. We are here, ladies and gentlemen, kicking off season three on this fine January day. And before we go any further, I just want to go ahead and say, how about that intro? Yeah? I don't know. I don't know. I, I just built it the other day, kind of just threw it together. I'm feeling it. I'm vibing with it a little bit. It kind of works. But who knows? I might keep it. I might change it. We might just dump it all together. But at the moment, let's rock it. Feels very College of Life podcast style to me. But nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen, it is good to be back with all of you for season three of the College of Life podcast. I know, I know. Some said that it would never happen. I heard the chitter-chatter of the College Life podcast falling off the edge of the earth. I heard some crazy stuff like Bigfoot came in and destroyed the whole thing. Our entire studio was in shambles. But to all you wonderful listeners, I am here to say that Bigfoot only got to the headphone section. So let's go ahead, let's give it up to our wonderful, our fine, fine studio that is still left standing, and we are using that to record today for season three. No, but not really. I was uh, I was taking some time off, you know. Uh, I can only put out so much content before I just say, ah, time to step it back a little bit. Time to take a little bit of a break. That way, when we come back, we're back even better, even stronger. Season one of The College Life was 19 episodes. Season two was 18 episodes. Season three is going to be uh, about as long as I want it to. But just so you guys know, I have definitely been busy hanging out with my family, making some good memories with my friends, and diving deep into this YouTube game. Yep, that's right. I, I am excited to announce that we are now posting YouTube videos on my own personal channel every Sunday. I will go ahead and say they're not really that College of Life podcast, like instructional productivity type of vibe. It's just a bunch of stuff that I like recording with my friends, some videos that I like putting together. And to be honest, some of them are really funny. So if you feel like it, go ahead and hop over to YouTube, jump on the Joseph Sperlin YouTube channel. I'll make sure to link it in this episode's description and then hit the subscribe button because like I said, we're posting videos every Sunday. But back to why we all came here. Besides bringing back the College of Life podcast, signing on for another season, season three, we have some stuff to talk about in today's episode. Now, I'll be honest, I could not think of a better episode to start the year than one that talks about New Year's resolutions. And I know there are varying opinions out there. We got people that hate them. We got people that love them. And we got people that are just completely blind to them. However you feel about New Year's resolutions, I'm going to spend this episode talking about the who, what, when, where, why, and how you can use them to set yourself up in the best way. So the first thing we got, New Year's resolutions. What is it? For anybody that doesn't know, for anybody that isn't aware, the majority of the world starts a brand new year on January 1st of whatever year it is. Now, a lot of people take this opportunity as kind of a reset, a restart almost. And if you think about it, it kind of makes sense. Like, it's a bigger version of getting to a new week. When Monday rolls around, 
all of us were like, all right, it's a new week, you know, fresh start. We got to go do all this stuff over again. However, you get a new week every seven days. So when a new year rolls around once every 365.25 days, feels like a good opportunity to kind of change your path into what you feel you want. A lot of people take this time to say that they want to exercise more. A lot of people say that they're going to spend less money. Some people even say that they're going to quit smoking, quit drinking, all that good jazz. Well, no, 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 not, not good jazz, like smoking, drinking, not good jet. All right, you get what I'm saying. But in all reality, we make New Year's resolutions to ourselves as a promise to improve in the new year. And as I'm sure most of you could probably believe, after searching for a bunch of stats as to how many people actually keep up with and fulfill their New Year's resolutions, there were some varying answers, you know, some low ones, some high ones. Stats are, stats are different here and there. But the majority seemed to average around 8 to 9%. 8 to 9% of people keep their New Year's resolutions and actually fulfill them by the end of the year. So, personally, I think this is one of the biggest reasons that nobody really believes in New Year's resolutions anymore. I'll go ahead, I'll sit here and say that I didn't specifically make any New Year's resolutions. I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to quit drinking this year, or oh, I'm just going to stop spending money and save as much as I can. I didn't make any of those New Year's resolutions. Because, yes, to all of us, it seems like nobody really keeps them. And I think this is a really, really good time to bring up this example that I've been seeing in my own life. I go to the gym all the time. I'm just, uh, all throughout the year, I'm going to the gym two, three, four, five times a week. Kind of depends on the time of year and what I'm doing. But essentially, I, I'm just a year-round gym goer. And it's always really funny to me when I show up to the gym in January, after taking like two, three weeks off in December just to chill out and hang out with family and stuff like that. When I return to the gym in January, it is so packed. I call it overinflation. And that's not because the gym just picked up like 10,000 new customers that'll stay forever. It's because all of these people that have made New Year's resolutions to lose weight or go to the gym more often are going to be in the gym January. But just like that stat says, by the time December rolls around, I'm willing to say only about 8 to 9% of those people are actually left in the gym. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, spending the month of January or even February up to March, however long you spend, that's all, always, I'm always for physical activity. But I feel, and I'm sure a lot of other people out there feel, that New Year's resolutions aren't something that we really stick to as a population. And that is exactly why I'm doing this episode. I am here today to give you some of the best tips, some of the most solid advice, and possibly even some of the worst advice you've ever heard, depending on how you want to take it. I'm never here to say that I'm right or I'm wrong specifically. I'm just going to present you with all the facts, all the research that I've gathered, and then let you make your own decision from there. But to be honest, guys, personally, I feel like some of this stuff is definitely solid. And if you are somebody that wants to start improving your life for the better, a new start, like a new year, is definitely a good time to do that. So what I have for you now are some of the best tips for making and sticking with your New Year's resolutions. First up, ladies and gentlemen, I think that you should make smaller resolutions. Everybody always comes in and they say, I want to lose 100 pounds this year. I want to go to the gym five days a week. I want to spend half the money that I already... Like, for some reason... It being an entirely new year makes us think like, oh, we can achieve big goals. Yeah, like there's a there's an entire new year in front of us, 365 days. We can accomplish so much. What we forget is that we're all lazy people. Our brains are designed to take the easiest path to survival. 
So when you say that you want to go to the gym five days a week after never really going to the gym before, and you want to do that for the entire year, you're setting an almost impossible goal. One of the worst feelings is setting a goal that you can't achieve and then trying really hard to achieve it, but still not being able to. So make sure that when you're setting these New Year's resolutions, you're not trying to do anything insane just because it's a new year. And if you do want to try and achieve something crazy, maybe you just set your timeline for like a month. If you want to go to the gym five days a week for a month, have at it. And then after a month, if you realize, dang, that was almost impossible, lower it down to three or four days a week for the next month. The next thing that I think you can definitely do is keep things in your control. So while I was doing research for this episode, I found that over and over one of the examples of a New Year's resolution that was pretty common was people wanted to get a promotion in their job. I think that's awesome. Everybody should chase a promotion and all that good stuff. But your New Year's resolution shouldn't be to get promoted by the end of the year, especially if that's not in your control. I mean, a lot of the time, we are not the people that decide whether or not we get promoted. Because, I mean, if we were, I, I just promote myself right now. I would make myself CEO if I could. The trouble is you have to wait on somebody else to make that decision and promote you. So instead of making your New Year's resolution, I'm going to get promoted in 2022, make your New Year's resolution, I'm going to turn all of my work in on time for the first four months of 2022. And yeah, that might be hella hard. But if you think you can do it, do it. You also need to get specific. As humans, we are crafty creatures, and I know this for certain. If we don't set exact goals to the T of what we want to accomplish, we'll find some way to wiggle out, you know, find that loophole, manipulate it just a little bit to change it and make it easier on ourselves down the line. If I say that I want to go to the gym five days a week, and I know that I mean Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, but I just tell myself I'm going to go five days a week, by the time Friday rolls around, I'll be like, I, well, I guess I could skip Friday and Saturday and go Sunday, right? I'm telling you, as humans, we are weasels. And we will find a way to get out and maneuver these goals the best way that we can. So definitely set specific goals right down to the T, almost like a contract with yourself. And speaking of writing down to the T, I quite literally think you should write down to the T. Write all of your goals down so they're physical, so you can't change them. Put it on a piece of paper, a whiteboard, and then hang it up somewhere where you can see it once every week or so at least. That way you always have in the back of the mind what you're trying to achieve right now in your life. And again, one of the best things about writing it down is you can't manipulate it. You can't change it as time goes on. Another thing that could benefit you in that category right there is to make your goals public. And you don't have to like blast them all over Facebook or social media or whatever you want because those people honestly, that's, that's a little weird. But... Tell your friend, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your cousin, tell that random person that you see on the street once every week. Because as soon as you tell somebody else, you will immediately feel a sense of accountability. I don't know about you guys out there, but it is absolutely so much easier for me to let myself down than it is for me to let somebody else down. If I make plans in my head and I'm like, yeah, I'll go to the gym at three or whatever, and then I'll do this and that and that. It is so much easier for me to skip that and go to the gym at like 5.30 than it would be if I told somebody else to meet me at the gym at 3 and then try to go at 5.30. So making your resolutions or your goals public absolutely helps you hold just a bit more to them. And then I hope you guys have your pens and paper out because once again, I'm, try I'm trying to cram as much information as possible into as little of a time. So next up, we have you should plan out how you can follow through with them. 
I'll go ahead and let you guys know that one of my goals for the year 2022 is to put out a YouTube video every single Sunday. And before 2022 rolled around, I took the time to sit down in a notebook, write out the first six months of the year, break each month down into an individual week, and then describe what I wanted each week to look like. And no, I didn't say like exactly what I was going to be, where, and when, but I planned out, you know, like on Thursdays, I'll shoot the video. On Saturdays, I'll edit the video. On Tuesdays, I'll record the podcast. All that good stuff. Not only does that help me know exactly what I have to be doing and when, it helps me stay on track and it even builds a routine. One of the best ways to ensure doing something for a long time is to get into a good routine. If you can establish a solid routine, all of a sudden you'll be doing stuff that you want to be doing without even noticing that you're doing it. And then you also got to celebrate the small stuff. Guys, a year, six months, four months, it's a long time. And if you're just trying to push yourself constantly over and over throughout the entire year, it will drain you. So take the time, take the small wins, you know, really accept them and notice that there are victories in everything. I made that podcast intro the other day, and while it might not seem like a big victory, it does, in my opinion, make my podcast just 1% better. And I won't lie, I listened back to it, you know, six, seven times, I smiled, and then I told myself, I am enjoying this. This is a victory. And you guys can think I'm crazy or whatever because I'm the dude that sits in his room and talking to himself about small victories, but that's what I do. And if I don't have those small victories over and over, it does not matter how hard I want to work. There is no way that I'm making it to the end of the year. And then as we wrap this up, I want to go ahead and say, do not think that slipping up for one day, one week, even maybe a month is the ending. Let's say we jump back to that gym example that we've been using the entire episode. You want to go to the gym five days a week, and then you take two two and a half weeks off because your body just can't do it anymore. You might feel like a piece of shit for breaking your New Year's resolutions, for breaking your goals, but that doesn't mean that it has to be over entirely. Nothing says that you can't jump right back in, get back on those tracks, and head towards your goal once again. And finally, you definitely need to believe in yourself. There's no way you can accomplish your resolutions or your goals if you don't truly believe that you can do it. I'm one of those people out there that believes that anybody is capable of absolutely anything. It's purely about how they set themselves up to do it and how hard they want to work for it. So if you don't believe that you can accomplish your New Year's resolutions or your own personal goals, I'll be straightforward, I, you're probably not going to do it then. You have to truly believe that that is something you can do. And as soon as you get that, I promise you, you can do it. But ladies and gentlemen, that is all from me here, if you have already set New Year's resolutions, I hope you're still following them. If you want to tweak them a little bit after listening to this episode, definitely go for it. Or if you even want to set up your own yearly, monthly goals now, just because of some of the stuff I said, I also think that that's a great idea. Whatever you choose, I hope you are still enjoying your life. I hope you guys enjoyed the little bit of a College of Life podcast break, and I hope you're just as happy to be back as I am. Once again, thank you guys for listening. Now that we're at the end of the episode, I'm going to go ahead and tell you to subscribe, follow, click the notification bell, all that good stuff. The College of Life podcast will be back every Tuesday, most likely, and I will always be happy to bring an episode to you guys. If you're on Spotify, definitely go ahead and drop a five-star rating if you did enjoy this episode. I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week, and peace.